0: I'm Angela Kelly Robet, host of the Empowered Principal Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode seventy-eight of Podcast PD, Stacy's back. Woohoo! And she, AJ, and I talk all about professional development in the summer. Let's start the show. This is podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day, except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco, Stacey Lindis and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday night, June 28th. It is 8.30 p.m. Welcome to the main event. It's another episode of Podcast PD. This is episode 78, where we are going to be talking about professional development in the summer. My name is Chris Nessie, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter. I also host the House of EdTech podcast. And I am joined again by my two podcast compadres, AJ Bianco and the Stacy Lindis. Stacy, how are you?
1: I'm all right. How are you guys?
0: You complete us.
1: Oh, thanks. thanks. I, I um yeah, I took some time off and uh have gotten super tan in these last few weeks. I yeah, I feel like I took a vacation. But yeah, it's I'm happy to be back. It was kind of exciting to tweet out that I would be behind the mic tonight. And um yeah.
0: We were happy to I'm see that. To see and, you guys. Uh, this has been I mean, as much as AJ and I enjoyed kind of doing this. <clears throat> If you're not here, it's kind of like when Mr. Magoo gets behind the wheel of a car and (laughs) you don't know what's going to happen. Or, I mean, he doesn't kill anybody, but hijinks and antics ensue when he's driving. So thank you for being back with us.
1: Yeah, I have to go back and listen to some of those episodes. I've been um, listening to AJ's podcast, so that's been fun.
0: Well, speaking of AJ's podcast, AJ Bianco is here with us tonight. What is up, AJ?
2: Hi everybody! No, I'm just fine. I'm I'm glad Stacey's back. This is this is wonderful. She's been in two week quarantine, so uh, she's back with us now, and uh, and here here we are. Hold on, she she was not quarantined. She didn't have COVID. Like we can't. (laughs) I was going to start this. You're coming from a uh, for whole school school district will have to shut down. I mean,
1: or not? not. That's I mean,
2: who knows what these. on the rules. Let's just start. No, here. Stacey is fine. Here she is.
1: Yeah, I'm here. She's I'm never,
2: here. She needed a summer break before the summer. So here she is.
1: Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. How were your Father's Days, by the way?
2: I'm still a father. Yeah. <laughs> Every I mean, day, you had a day.
1: Me. Did you guys have fun?
2: It was a blast.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It was kind of like what I did today, except I had both kids with me for Father's <laughs> Day. Whereas today, when I went swimming at my parents' house, I just had one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, didn't go anywhere? <laughs> no? no. I took the not. boys boating, like fishing and stuff. And I had the day to myself. It was like Mother's Day on Father's Day. I was like, I don't know what to do with like Funny all of this. How that like, works. Free it's time. It's As amazing. a
0: father, we take the kids on Mother's Day so you get the day to yourself. And then on Father's Day, we take the kids so you get the
2: day to yourself. I, bar- was I bar- like, barbecued for everybody.
1: I went paddle boarding. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Was- and then you had to do all the work. Could what you imagine you got, Jamie you going out up. and
0: barbecuing everything you just did for Father's Day? Um, She would probably rock it, but I like that. Uh,
1: that is so true. My husband used to do that for Father's Day. Now, hold on. For people over. listening,
2: normally... The shadow is within an earshot of you. You're by yourself. Can I'm she barbecue? Can she barbecue? Yeah. Sure she could. Man. I do all the barbecuing, though. I like to barbecue. I like to cook. I'm, I do a lot of the cooking in the house.
1: Good man. Good man.
2: Stacy, how's your barbecuing skills?
1: Um, They are non-existent. I think I know... I might know how to turn the grill on. And um, I know that things need to be flipped and you're not supposed to mash your burgers on the grill because then all the juices fall out.
2: See, I'm glad you know that because I was watching a cooking show and the lady who's on the show, the host... Pushed down the burger. I was like, "What are you?
1: Doing? Oh no, no! You're, no.
2: You're- was it on the grill or was it a grill
0: like, grill like they do a smash
2: burger? It was. It was it, worst of all, it doesn't it matter. A, it was a charcoal grill. She pushed down on the charcoal grill. I was like, I "Can't trust you. <laughs> How do you trust the chef on like it? You can't trust the chef who's pushing down the burgers.
1: I know, like the mechanics behind some of the things. I just I hate everything cooking. Like last night, the, the um, Doug told the boys that um, I was making dinner, and they're like, "Cool, mom, where are we going? Can we get Domino's? Like nice. that's." the joke in my house like when i cook dinner it means where are we going (laughs) so so where'd you go um you know i don't remember
2: (laughs) after i ruined the food
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe it was friday night i think it was friday we just had pizza that's Mm -hmm. what it was we had pizza well Uh,
0: since it is summer and I, i think whether we can barbecue or not we all enjoy barbecue so let me ask you guys this and i put this out on twitter yesterday so you can choose one of the following hamburger hot dog or fill in your choice of summer salad what do you prefer Did you say summer salad
1: yeah like a potato salad macaroni like, salad
2: like,
1: cucumber salad
0: oh yeah things like that watermelon salad which is pretty good
1: oh wait is yours made with feta and arugula
0: i like my watermelon salad minus arugula and feta and dressing I okay so then watermelon. what is your
1: wait what is your watermelon,
0: watermelon. <laughs> oh my god i want it my way but okay, okay so it's Okay, I'll think. start. But you guys
2: are struggling choosing between three food items. I'm a good burger guy. You threw me off with the salad. Nobody wants salad, any kind of salad. I don't like any kind of salad.
1: I think I would take the salad. No,
2: I'm taking what kind the of salad?
1: I, it would be either my aunt's macaroni mm-hmm. or my aunt's potato. Same, aunt? Yeah. Okay. She makes, <laughs> like, when we have barbecues, she's like, what am I going to bring? I'm like, you're going to bring the po- the potato salad and the macaroni salad. It's not even a question anymore. Like, it's just a, like, and DT's bringing this, and like, we're done.
0: <laughs> uh, done. We are. Well, while, while, while we're on, I mean,
2: uh, yeah. Wait, AJ Words didn't answer that. Burger. 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 Yeah, burger. His face said burger. Burger. I like a salad every now and then, but now when I'm barbecuing. Burger, dog, barbecue. burger. Burger, dog, burger.
0: I'm usually a burger to hot dog guy. I can see that. And then a good potato salad. And I can go two ways. I, uh, my mom makes, a, I don't know if this is a real thing, but she calls it German potato salad. Heard yes. of it. So it, it's Real warmer, time. it's got bacon. I mean, Correct. you should be able to put bacon in regular potato salad, but... I've never made it, but... Heard of it. That's
1: good.
2: Yeah, she does it with, like, the red bliss potatoes yep. and... uh
1: And, like, uh, a different oil. It's not mayonnaise-based. Right, it's going Yeah, it's not
2: mayo. See, maybe that's why I don't like that stuff. I don't like a lot of that stuff, because it's too much mayo for me. I love mayo. Yeah, I don't, I don't dig on mayo so much. Mayo is the Nutella of dinner time. I disagree no, with that. No, I do not agree with that. That's gross. No,
1: Maybe the Nutella of lunch. But wait, how do you dress your burgers? Sure. And Ooh, die. you know. Sure. And I. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, like I can do it with all the fixings, you know, I'll, I'll do a little ketchup, a little mustard, lettuce, tomato, bacon, if that's available. But then sometimes I'll just, you know, whatever my cheese is, whether it's American or cheddar, um, go basic, some fresh cracked pepper, a little mayo on a toasted bun, both sides, just a, just a little smear of mayo. Boom. Classic burger. Stacy's face says it all.
2: Yeah, You put that yeah, shit on everything,
1: weird. huh? I'm oh, sorry.
2: I'll wow. <laughs> <laughs> that It's like Frank's Red Hot. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> Thanks that.
0: So a- as we're starting tonight's program, and, you know, clearly we, we've missed each other. Um, we are live here at podcastpd.com slash live on our YouTube channel. Uh, you might also be checking in and watching us on Periscope through Twitter. Uh, if you're watching on Periscope, come over to podcastpd.com. Slash live. You can join in the chat through the power of YouTube. And uh special hello to Stephanie. She is checking in on chat and she's a burger gal. So if you're out there in the chat or if you're listening to this on the podcast side after, uh, let us know. Interact with us. Burger, salad, hot dog. Howdy did doctor. Oh, look, a man updated his YouTube. Dr. Dan Crinus.
1: Fancy. Hi a- DM.
0: Yeah, welcome hey. back. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, congratulations to you, Dan. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have to uh, work Dan in to come in. I, I, we had him on previously, and we said when you're done with the whole doctorate thing, you know, come yeah. on back and uh, talk to us about what you discovered and and wrote about. And I got to say, the, the coolest thing that I saw from Dan is um, I, he probably posted it everywhere, and I'm connected with Dan on most social media platforms. But I, I guess where he went to school, they sent him this really beautiful box that I guess had the regalia and all the things, you know, that that go with that, but the box was really cool. It was like the colors of the school. It was just it was really cool. So, it was nifty. To, kudos to Dr. Dan Krynnes, absolutely. So, it's summer. The 2019-2020 school year is over. Um but but Stacy, since we haven't had you here in, in a little bit, you know, you were back in the classroom this year. Yeah. After many years as a, a technology coach? coach and PD provider, Um, how did your year go overall and maybe just share a little bit about, you know, kind of how it finished up being back in the classroom, elementary school, distance learning, the whole bit.
1: You know, I really entered the year with a lot of, um, trepidation, a bit of anxiety, but there's, you know, I didn't really, I probably should have focused on this a little bit more, but like there was also, um, an eagerness to put into practice so much of what I was teaching my teachers to do that I wasn't necessarily getting to do firsthand on a regular basis. You know, I would be in classrooms from time to time, but I wasn't always the person who was, you know, learning different ways to implement Flipgrid and, and really use it in a, in a way that was meaningful for kids or, you know, um, walking through all the, like the weird kinks of Google classroom and like helping kids find things that are like, there were a couple of things that I found out about classroom just because the Google classroom Facebook group became so popular during, during our, um, our stay at home time, um, that I didn't know that I'm definitely going to implement in the fall. But, um, I lucked out with like a dream class and I can, I can say that in, you know, I've, I've been in the classroom for 11 years and 18 years as an educator, but in the, in the 11 years as a classroom teacher, um, I've loved all of my classes, but this was definitely the class to come back to the classroom with. Um, So they were they were just amazing. You know, I would talk to them all the time about how amazing they were, how they were, you know, just 24 of like the best kids ever. And, um, you know, they, they really meant a lot to me. So leaving them on March 15th was really just a kick in the heart. And it really, really hurt. And ending the year the, the way that we did was also just really painful. And this past week has been um, not a struggle. I don't want to say it was a struggle, but it was kind of a hollow ending to the school year. Whereas I feel like, like in a normal school year, you go through all of those weird phases where like, like March is such a slog because there are no days off. And then like April comes around and we were going to have a late break. So like from March to April, April break was going to be a really tough, tough thing. And then, like, none of that really happened. And, you know, by the end of the year, it's it's not that you're, um, you're you're always eager to get rid of your kids. And that's not what I'm saying. But there's usually a natural end to the classroom where, like, you've gone through those phases, right? Like, you've had you've had your long march, you had your spring break, they came back, and they were slightly different kids. They were kids who were ready for that next classroom, that next adventure, the next group of kids that they're going to learn with. And then you come back from Memorial Day, and you have that by the time June hits, it's, it is time. It's not like you're eager to get rid of them, but it's time for everyone to move on to the next group and look back on the year fondly. And I felt like we never got all of that. You know, we definitely had our own experiences. I cried. Like I probably would have um, saying goodbye to all of them in the classroom. I, they just got to see me cry. Like you guys just did. Um, They got to see me cry online and, you know that was a real struggle. And like some of them really started tearing up. Some of them turned their cameras off so that they could cry privately. Um you know it just it was it was just weird. Like it wasn't the year um wasn't the way I expected to re-enter the classroom and certainly not the way I expected to end my first year back. But I made the most of it. You know, I learned like I said I learned a lot of really cool things um about the technology that I've been teaching for so long and and you know teaching use of. Um, I'm just ready to be back with kids in the fall. So I'm kind of excited that those are the orders that we have for September, that we will be going back in some capacity. Um, I am really honest. I'll be honest with you. I'm really nervous about going back in the fall, just because I just feel like they're...
0: Raise your hand if you're nervous to go back in the fall, wherever you are listening to this. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I'm really nervous about what that looks like. Um, One of the things that happened as I was as I was, you know, leaving um, this year and packing up my classroom, I found out that I'm changing classrooms. Oh. So the burden of, like, thinking about, like, what social distancing looks like in my teeny tiny classroom. Um, now I have a bigger than teeny tiny classroom. Um, and so that would be You just nice. mean
0: the physical space, right? You're like mm-hmm. moving from. No. OK, OK.
1: I literally moved two doors away from where I am, not down the hallway. It's like we have these weird hallway configurations. So, yeah, I'm two doors away from where I was. And um. But you know, the other thing that's that's a real bummer is, you know, there's there's just a lot of change in my district. I'm I'm sure AJ as an administrator going through it. Chris, you know, you're probably seeing some of it too, but just there's a lot of um a lot of uncertainty as far as as far as uh teacher riffing and, you know, reduction in force and you know, administrative decisions have been hard and I um I'm seeing that firsthand and, and I've been affected by some of that as well. So that's been really sad um and so that was then you know a whole other loss in, in a sense, you know and it's just, it's been a really tough end of the school year in general so um yeah but i love my kids i we would joke we joked pretty much from march until june that um i wasn't going to let them go that they were gonna to have to repeat fifth grade and we're gonna to have to figure out a way to do it and uh they were fine they, most of them were fine with that i could probably count on one hand the number of kids would be like peace out mrs linda see you later Deuces and then be on their way. But
0: now you taught fifth grade, so those students do they move on to a new building next year, or they is does your building go past fifth grade?
1: No, so we end in fifth grade. So this was it was another heartbreak for them. Like all of the milestones that they had been looking forward to: dare graduation, dare splash, um, fifth grade carnival, uh, the tour of the middle schools. They and and this is it. Like the, um, you know, my district is is unusual in that like they have elementary generally K-3, but my building is a 3-5, so one of the elementary schools has a K-2, is K-2, and then they kind of move together. So, like, this is the last time that they'll be together, because once you get to middle school, you move with, from middle school to high school together. Um, and they didn't get to have that either. So, like, so much of it for them was also heartbreaking, and I felt their heartbreak. Um, one of my um, crazy planners, I love him, he's he's like, Mrs. Linda, I have a whole plan for when a state opens up We are going to meet and I, I have a playlist and like he he had the whole thing planned and I can't wait to make his plan come, become a reality. Um before school let out, he was like, We can have our party now, we can have groups of up to twenty five. I was like, We can, but where are your parents gonna go? And so like so when the state opens up a little bit more and I feel a little bit more comfortable with it, then I really do. I plan on meeting with them and just kind of like really saying goodbye.
0: That's awesome. I, I had yeah uh, a similar experience <clears throat> Not so much with the high school kids because high school kids didn't get too emotionally attached to me, but you know with what I do w- with Rutgers. You know there are things I'd normally do at the end of the semester, like you know go out to you know stuff your face and you know break bread with them, and they were more like, wait, we don't get to do that. Especially students who I've worked with in previous semesters who they're like, wait, Mr. Nessie, we, we we can't go out at the end of the semester. So hopefully you know as things open up and you know obviously things get more comfortable. I'll also look to maybe do like a barbecue or, you know, in the fall, maybe do some of those things with, you know, other classes. Um, the, the nice thing, though, for me is, you know, teaching ninth graders is that when we return to school, I still get to see those kids. I, I you know, like my heart broke for Joe Juba, who was the ce- was the class advisor of the class of 2020. Seniors, yeah. And he, he and, you know, his, his co-advisor, they did so many wonderful things for this class over the last four years and my heart broke for him. And, you know, I also had a connection to some of those students who, you know, when I went back into the social studies classroom, um, they were some of those first kids. I had them as freshmen. So to, to see, you know, that a whole bunch of them, you know, made it out of high school was (laughs) a big deal. Yeah. Not that I had any doubts. I I worked with some really good kids,
1: but that is sad too. Like the, like, you know, I talk about the heartache or heartbreak for like fifth grade milestones, but like, those middle school and high school kids who are leaving and moving on, it's a big deal for them.
0: Well, and, and, and another thing, um, like retirees, my building had six people scheduled to retire before this all went down. And Joe and I were doing like on a Friday using StreamYard, we were doing something called the Zebra Breakfast Club, where we would go on for an hour just to, he, he and I did a talk show and had people come on and, and things like that. So we put together a whole retirement special. Where we used Flipgrid and we had people from the building send video messages and we put it into the broadcast and each of their retirees came on the broadcast like this and you know they they kind of spoke as if we were able to have a luncheon for them which we started doing in the last couple of years so I mean just so many things didn't get to happen the way we would like to uh, j- today I read that um, here in New Jersey the NJSIAA the athletic governing body they. If I interpreted this right, they said, if you're part of the class of 2021 or 2022, they've approved an extra season of eligibility. So the example I'll give, I'll use baseball because they talked about spring and winter sports. Okay, so let's say I'm going to graduate in the spring of 2021. Next year is my senior season. Okay, they said, if I interpreted this right, that. You graduate next year. Let's say you have your baseball season next spring. You'd be eligible if you go to a community college to come back and play high school baseball the following year in the spring of 2022. And the same would be for the kids graduating in 2022 to come back in that following spring season. So you get that spring season, but they're not doing it for fall sports. Um, I could have misinterpreted this, but I did. I read it in the newspaper and that's how I interpreted it. I also read that uh, here in New Jersey, there's this whole league, this super baseball tournament being put together from across the state, as I said it to my dad. So I was like, oh, it's all the dads who missed out on their kids being seniors, (laughs) putting together this giant state tournament, and they're doing it like the College World Series. So there's like 222 teams that are going to compete between the middle of July and the end of July to come up with this. And there's all these different sites. And um, the article said, you you know, the schools can you can represent your school. So it's not just senior. So it's kids who have now graduated, they're eligible and you just can't use school equipment and you can't use school uniforms, but they're kind of tied to their school affiliates. So there'll be some type of high school baseball. It's all fields across the state of New Jersey, minor league stadiums. So there you go. High school sports
2: talk and AJ spring training starts this week. Spring training starts Wednesday. Very excited. This is where I chime in. There you go. Sports. (laughs) I'm back. My, my 60 you know, games. I, I,
0: I will say this. I, I don't know, Stacey, I don't know how big of an NBA fan you are, but, <laughs> but yeah. I, I looked at the restart schedule for the NBA, and it had all the games for the, whatever weeks they're doing this, and it had, you know, what games are on national television, and I looked at this thing, and I said, wait, how are there games that are not going to be, na- like, every one of these basketball games should be nationally televised, because there's nothing else on. Put them all, ABC, ESPN, get it all on television. Put it on TBS. Put it on, Do it like the NCAA tournament.
1: So, what is the plan? Like, how many games are they playing?
0: <clears throat> they're going to be playing like seven games a day at the Disney facility. In right. I knew Florida. it was at
1: Disney. Yeah.
0: But there's, but, you know, I think there's three NBA size courts, and they're going to be running up to seven games a day.
1: Yeah, I mean, the facility down there is beautiful. I've been there for a couple of expos for um, for Run Disney. I've never seen the basketball courts, but I, it's just it makes sense to do it in that kind of cl- like contained entity um but seven games that would be like <clears throat> be like the olympics running you know where like all day it's just like like NBC has like it's conglomerate of all of its like broadcasting affiliates I would and- kill
0: if these games were on nbc but that that's a whole other
2: thing
1: <laughs> why
0: cuz the nba on nbc is a classic thing yeah, aj thing back
2: in, the day. in the 90s that was like a the theme song you can always like you can always remember Sure. Before ESPN was a thing, NBC, NBA on NBC was. What? Yes. Man, nah, 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 nah.
1: <laughs> baseball's back in two days, Dan says. And, and so baseball's 60, 60 games, right? Like it's a short and condensed yeah, season.
2: 60 games. It's a sprint, baby.
1: See, I know that. Look, see, aren't you yeah. impressed? Like I need that number. anything can happen impressed. in
2: 60 games, so your Mets fans can actually uh, win something. Wait, Stacey, you're a Mets fan? No, no. I'm just, I'm just in general. Anybody, any Mets oh, fans okay. out there? Sports. More power to the Mets, but
0: I, I just remember when you used to go to like I think BFC 530 did some Philly games and they always happened to be playing the Mets and
1: you attended a couple. Oh, of those That was because games. Um, one person was a Phillies fan and the other person was a Mets fan. So we looked for a Philly. Oh. Like, well, actually, many people were Phillies fans and one person was a Mets fan. Eric,
0: <laughs> poor Eric Feldman, <laughs> the,
1: the denier of uh, yeah, the denier. Of Dan person.
2: is also a long-suffering Mets fan. I know who's listening, and that's why I said it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who is? Man. Doctor. Yeah, a Mets fan, Doctor. They're we got Mets fans doctor. in our audience. I love, I love you all. I was a Mets fan growing up until I realized that I can choose my own team and pick the Yankees. <laughs> but I picked the Yankees before they were actually good. So just just so you know, me too. <laughs> I picked the Yankees. It was ninety two was my first year as a Yankee
0: fan. Yeah, they sucked in nineteen ninety two. Sure did.
2: Sure did. <laughs> Which is weird because you look at the roster.
0: Anyway, let, let's okay. No, we don't need so to. So, Stacy. Summer is here. The time is right for doing professional development in the streets. In the streets. In the streets. I'm really not sure. supposed
2: to be in the streets these
0: days. <laughs> as long as you're wearing a mask.
1: There you go. True story. <laughs> so,
0: summer's here. Obviously, this podcast will continue through the summer every other week. We talked about the topics we're going to cover, uh, but what else are you guys, the chat, we, what are we doing to get better for next school year? I, I, I mean, there are so many opportunities to learn, there are so many things to learn about. And and you know, that's before we talk about current events. But as teachers, I, I've been calling it on Twitter the education off season because Lord knows we need it. Um, but a- anything you guys are looking forward to doing this summer to learn, read,
2: attend, watch, listen to. So um go ahead, now you go,
1: AJ. I feel like you're better prepared for this. I was just gonna say something. Well.
2: You know, I think I'm going to try to find anything I can that is going to be like a free virtual event. So that, that's that's number one. I know there's a couple out there that that I've signed up for um, that I'm interested in that, uh, you know, if it's free, I'm, I'm going to try to do it because with the virtual events, like you just pop in, you pop out. No problem. I think it's really good that a lot of people offering uh, some virtual free events, events like, the hokey pokey of education, the hokey pokey of education. You said you pop in, you pop out. Oh, got it. Sorry. take it all about. Got it. Uh, I'm with you Stacey's on board. You completely lost me. I got to be honest with you. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> but no, there's there's definitely some good things going on. Um, so, so I'm excited to jump into some of those. I think, honestly, since I'm going back to work starting in July, I think I'm going to try to find as much as I can so I can offer it up to my teachers. And I know that they, they're off in the summer and they kind of want to be off. But I think at the same time, they're going to have to plan going forward and figure out how to use technology differently than they were using the last three months. So hopefully any virtual event that I'm attending, I can put it back on them and invite them or share information with them. But I think that that's, that's first and foremost for me. Of course I'll be doing the podcast thing, listening, recording and all that. Um, And then I have like my summer reading books that are on my night table, just piece by piece getting through as many as I can. You know, unfortunately none of them are like, about this time where we needed the most, but those leadership books are coming, coming, uh, coming in handy. Good,
1: good. Well, do you have any specific virtual events that you're going to, AJ?
2: Um, yeah. So there's one event that I'm definitely attending and it's through, uh, TMI and it's the Game Changer. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's called the Game Changer and it's a virtual event. It's free. Um, it's uh, through Rampo College and, um TMI is the Madison Institute which is a uh, consulting business so there's going to be a lot of presenters um it's going to be a I lot of great presentations of presenters. for TMI Yeah good awesome I'm glad I didn't know I'm glad that well, you the, said
0: that. the other people involved is uh Jesse, Jesse. Yes. and Ready Learner 1 so Absolutely. Jesse yes. reached out to me and actually Beautiful. I need to reach out to two of you to see if maybe the three of us want to maybe do a session
2: Beautiful like that yes I might be presenting as well
0: <laughs> there you go
2: <laughs> but i'm but I'm attending so uh um, awesome. another, another one that I think I might attend um with a virtual event is um evolving educators how they're doing their their free virtual event this year instead of doing it in person i might i might uh I didn't apply to present I'm just going to apply to watch <laughs> so those are two off top of my head plus I got a couple of things that like I'm looking at you know um Kafale is doing a couple of of things that he's putting out there, so there's some social justice, there's some SEL. Like I'm trying to find as many as I can that's going to help the school year.
0: Now, hey. the things you're looking at are they things that you're looking at, for lack of a better words, selfishly for you to grow, or things that you know, yeah, you'll learn something, but you're looking more, how can I take this and turnkey it and kind of spread it around when I go back to work?
2: Yeah, I think it's a mix of both. I, I think I think honestly. A lot of it is selfish because I want to, I want so that I can do more with teachers. And then some of them I'm going to send out like the recordings um, or, or the invitations, whatever case may be, uh, to my teachers so they can jump in. Like I know I didn't mention it, but the um, NJ and Jamley, as you guys like when I say it, they have a live N'jamla. event and the Jamley. I don't like the, 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 the New Jersey Association of Middle-Level Education. I think it's going to be a great one. So I uh, signed up to watch that one as well. So that was supposed to be a live event back in March, but unfortunately canceled. So I'll be jumping in to, to watch that as well.
1: Is that free as well, AJ?
2: Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's free. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't have the means, or nor do I want to ask right now for professional development for my school. So I'm just going to find as many kids as I can that are free and uh, jump in and share and take notes and then turn it around and help other people That's good those are all good ones one that i'm looking
0: forward to and i i imagine it's still gonna happen because i started to get some emails about it but um from michael matera the hive summit mm-hmm. that, that that's been a good one that i really enjoyed I, I
2: i did that two summers ago i remember that one so if you got information on that one throw that around because it had some really good really good ideas going forward
0: I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll look for the link. I'll make sure it's in the show notes for this episode. But the Hive Summit, if you've never done it, uh, fantastic. He has basically some pre-recorded conversations via you know Google Hangout or whatever the case may be, and then there's somebody who sketch notes sketch notes them. There's like a Google Doc outline that goes with it, and you get your PD certificate, um, so you can get credit for attending. Uh, the last two years, I've submitted those certificates here in New Jersey, and you know, get credit for the hours. So you certainly get that documentation. And the sessions are always really powerful. Even ones in the last couple of years where I'm like, uh, do I want to sit through this? I take the time. I sit through it. We're at 45 minutes, an hour. And uh, I'm always blown away. So definitely, you know, check out the Hive Summit from uh, Mike Matera.
2: And, and I think some some of the big things, you know, when we talk about the summer to do There's also the not to do.
0: So, I'm intrigued. Go on.
2: Um, staying off Twitter. For a little bit, I think I've noticed some negativity, both with politics and and people's ideas. I've just noticed a lot of a lot of nastiness, and I don't think that needs to be there. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick to Instagram. I'm gonna stick to LinkedIn because I feel like I've been making more connections there. That uh, that's been a better place for PD for me, to be honest with you. I feel Wait, like I'm not getting say, out of Twitter.
1: When you say politics, like I don't need like like specifics, but does it? relate to true politics, or is it like politics and education or
2: all yeah all of it okay. you know with 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 the with the order to go back to school, there's you know disagreements on that's what masks, I was wondering Mask versus no mask there's the disagreements with the election coming up there's the disagreement with what's going on in society with racism so you know what I don't need it like helping the way I can help do what I can do, but I don't need to be reading that constantly and just scrolling through a feed aimlessly looking at people being angry sorry. If you need me, find me on Instagram.
1: That makes sense, though. I mean, we have to take uh, we have to take steps to um, protect ourselves from that toxicity. And um, yeah. there's no need to, like, dip your whole body in that or even a toe, you know.
2: Right. Also, like Facebook, it. you can find me on Facebook, too, because I've been joining the groups that I feel are, are appropriate. Wait. So, so I, did
0: you find a part of Facebook where there's no toxicity?
2: No, no I'm finding I'm finding groups where I'm learning from. Oh, I'm finding groups that are like specific to the things that that I, that I'm looking to accomplish. So for example, um, Joshua Stamper, who was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, he started a Facebook group for his podcast, the aspire podcast, and it's been a good group of just great conversation. You know, I'm not looking at other people's feeds and just going there strictly to find good conversation, good PD. So that's what I'll be doing.
1: That's one of my favorite things about Facebook, right? Like mm-hmm. these days, actually, for a really long time, that has been one of my favorite things is just going to Facebook for groups. What's so going on in, in this group? Let's, let's and like, the group that icon- back. what's that? <laughs> do, we,
2: do we want that? Do we want that?
1: I don't know. We're
2: waiting for the people. We need the people to tell us. We ain't mm-hmm. getting much feedback. Who are for the sure. Facebook people that, that listen? So it's hard. Yeah. It's hard.
1: I will say, though, I don't go to Facebook groups too much for educational resources, I actually find those to be annoying. I find I don't know it why. the
2: most open conversation, though.
1: Um, I, you know what it is? I think maybe it's the groups that I'm in or maybe I need to be more diligent about um, checking them for um, not necessarily the people that I know who post, but the people who I don't know who post mm-hmm. and, and growing my ideas that way. I will say there's a couple of, of Facebook groups lately that have been somewhat rewarding and they are educational, but some of the Facebook groups I'm in it's, it's very self-promoting. Like, I don't need you to drop your podcast link in this Facebook group. That's not what I'm here for. Um. Yeah. So it's not me. It's not Chris. So I'm. I'm
2: no, I, I understand. But I, I, find, I do find that there's a lot more questions and a lot more answers that go around. I feel like Facebook groups, whatever groups I'm in, are what the old Twitter chats were like.
1: Yes. That's my point. And like, so some of the um, book groups I'm in, that are also educational mm-hmm. have been very helpful that way, right? right. You know, I,
2: um, know I, just, I feel like a lot of people like, well, we'll answer a question, and and like when you put it on Twitter, and Chris, we've had this conversation several times. We put it on Twitter, sometimes it just stays there, you know. But I find that on Facebook, somebody is going to answer you, so, or somebody's going to follow the conversation and answer at a later time. I think that's and I, and again, I know Facebook is a different thing altogether right now with what's going on, and and, and the comments that came out recently about their. Uh, political means, but I'm not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it. We're okay. talking about to grow, which I know we're going to do in the summer. If I'm looking for, you know, PD for my staff, I'm going to be in the right. you know the curriculum group or, or or the the leadership group or the principal group. You know, I'm finding it all over the place.
1: It's the communities.
2: Yes, yes,
1: I get it. The PLN, right? Like that's what it's all about. Chris, are you doing other PD this year, this summer? Well, I'm
2: doing
0: this to like create the podcast House of Ed Tech. You know, keeps going. So I, I mean. I'm always reading. I, again like things like the Hive Summit. Um, hopefully presenting. <laughs> you said at, you're uh, reading. Like blogs. Oh. I sorry. listen to podcasts.
2: Meaningful I things. I watch God. YouTube videos. <laughs> I can read. I just don't like to read. <laughs> I'm not sorry. a reader. I me. Audiobooks, man. I'm sure Stacey's got some recommendations.
1: Um, yeah. So one of the things I've been doing this entire time that we've been home since we aren't connecting face to face, um, a group of us has started a book club at school and um, we've read three books um, since we've been on break two of them were like well all three of them were really good books one of them was Little Women which as a like I've always loved those movies but I've never read the book like um, so I think all four of us had never read the book but we'd seen a version of that book in movie form except for one person who'd never seen any of it so she went in totally blind but um one of one of our goals to make it professional one of our goals um was to read a children's book and we were going to record it so that we could record our book club conversation for our students but we weren't feeling the book that we read and in fact we didn't finish it because so much happened at the end of the school year um within our group that um that particular book we were supposed to talk about it i think last week um but we're meeting in real life tomorrow so that'll be kind of fun um on the beach for a social distancing chat. I don't even know if it's going to be about the book that we read, but it was a kid's book, which was really nice. Um, just remember, though—it's
0: book club. You can't drink wine on the beach. What I said—it's book club. You can't just sit on the beach and drink wine.
1: Sure. Um, <laughs> I won't tell you what beach I'm going to then. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're going down the shore. We're going to chat. But one of our goals for the summer was to read a professional, um, a professional book for a book club, and just kind of. Talk about like how we're going to put those some of those things in practice. We didn't really come up with anything um with all of the um all of the things that happened in the world in in the last two or three weeks, which I you guys have had time to like really digest, I mean, not even two or three weeks the last like two months or whatever. Um, you guys have had time to talk about it. but, um, you know, we talked about a couple of Black Lives Matters books that we wanted to possibly. Discuss And so that's on my personal reading list um, to become uh, better educated about just how to have some of those conversations with my students, um, how to have some of those harder conversations with my staff, you know, um, as a person of color who, you know, probably isn't recognized as someone who is a person of color, like in my staff, you know, just... What does that mean? And just kind of like, how can I be a voice for those who feel, who feel like they don't have their own, especially as fourth and fifth graders? Um, So just taking some personal responsibility, um, seeing what else I can do for students in my building. um, And, you know, whether they be black, brown, children, whatever, you know, just those conversations are hard to have in any any good day. Um, and with all the things that are going on now, they were very difficult to have online. So like, I want to be able to have those conversations, especially when we go back to school, um, because I think that the conversation needs to continue. So I want to be better educated. So I'm actually listening to a book now um, called So You Want to Talk About Race. And um, that one's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, the narrator is one of my favorite narrators ever, Bonnie Turpin. She's done a phenomenal job just reading a bunch of of um fiction and nonfiction that i've listened to and so like i'm really excited that she is the voice for this book um that i get to hear it from and um you know that's some of it and then you know of course you know those educational pd books i know rich chiz and trevor bryan are doing some of their four o'clock faculty stuff um so rich is doing um the, the two of them together have um a three-part series for the summer that they are doing. So if you head over to their socials, um, you know, 4 O'Clock Faculty, if you look up that hashtag, um, they're starting with um, Going Rogue. Um, And so, or Rogue PD. Oh, my God. I I don't have it right next to me. Anyway, uh, they're starting with Rich's first book, which is about um, just being a rogue educator and finding relevant... um, professional development and groups of educators who are just as passionate about learning about learning and learning about teaching um, and doing it on their own time. So I'm really excited for that because I did read that as a book club when I was on the PD committee in my old school. Um, and then they're moving on to the art of comprehension by Trevor Bryan, which I'm excited to reread. And then um, secret sauce, which like you, you can see my copy here. That's the third book that they're doing. And it's kind of like beat up and, and shoot on and you can see like I've got like pages highlighted and stuff. Um, I was reading this when I started 75 hard beginning of our time at home. And so I'll reread it, um, and take part in some of those professional conversations. So unlike you, um, AJ, I will be moving into Twitter, hopefully a little bit more. All of that starts on July 6th. So I'm kind of looking forward to a week where I can just read on my own, um, you know, I hopefully will be catching up on some podcast listening. Um, although a lot of that hasn't necessarily been education based either. Although I really do want to get into or get back into some of my um, some of the more thought provoking ones that you know, like truly love Jennifer Gonzalez and cold pedagogy. Um, I always find that I walk away from there thinking like, hmm, and you know um take some of your recommendations. I'll be listening to you, AJ, doing the homework. And um to you, Chris, catching up because I'm way behind. Um but that's it. Like I just, you know, just catching up and and doing the work. And just also continuing to read for fun because for me that is a good time. Yeah. But I don't have any conferences on my radar. But I think just because this year for me wasn't about conferences, and I feel like I learned a lot anyway. Oh, and then the last thing that I'm going to be doing um, next year, I'll be part of um, a special ed partnership. So I'll be the inclusion gen ed teacher um, in a special ed classroom. And um, I'm really excited for that. So part of my um, my own personal slash professional learning this summer is going to be to learn how to um, find a teaching partnership style that works. Like, what does it look like when you have a co-teacher in a classroom? And um, that's actually going to be my area of focus for my alternate eval for the 2020-2021 school year.
0: So, yeah. Well, with that, either on the show or in regular conversation, I'll be happy to share my thoughts because I've been working with inclusion teachers forever. And I have my view of that. And I, I probably hinted at it. Before on here, but if you want to have a conversation, I'd be happy to share yeah. my experiences and best practices.
1: That would be great. I mean, maybe we could dedicate a whole show to it um, after I do some reading. Sorry, got my mic. Um, but I've never had a co teaching experience. Uh, I've never had a co teaching experience outside Boom. of being a cooperating teacher, um, which was not my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, and Hopefully, this will be a much more successful partnership. But I know there are so many different models for co-teaching, so I want to explore them and then have a really thoughtful conversation with my co-teacher and see what we come up with together. She definitely has more experience in this area of co-teaching than I do.
0: And actually, since you mentioned podcast listening, and you probably haven't listened to the last couple of these episodes, which is okay, um, Mm -hmm. were you aware that Simon Sinek has
2: a podcast?
1: I saw AJ tweet about that, or... Something. It came up somewhere. Maybe AJ didn't tweet
2: uh, about it. I got Chris's recommendation. I listened to a bunch of them, and I probably threw it up on my Instagram or Twitter or something like that as I currently and listen that's to. Right. Yeah, it was all well, Chris. Like, I, he got me He got me on that one.
1: Okay. I just listened to his episode walking on- um, in New York
2: City with Maria Shriver.
1: Oh, yeah?
2: I didn't
0: listen to that one yet. Well, I, this doesn't spoil it, but they're walking down some street in New York City, and they're arguing with each other. It's phenomenal.
1: All right. I wow. do like him. I just listened to him on "How I Built This." Um, Guy Raz has been doing this whole like "How I Built Resilience" um, during this whole stay at home. Um, he's like bringing back guests that he's had, and they're a lot shorter. But that was a really good interview.
2: On "How I Built This," yeah, check that out.
1: Yep, they're um, yeah. It's outside of the normal. I think he's dropping like two or three episodes a week now, or he was. Because what else are you those.
0: doing, right? Seriously.
1: <laughs> I mean, he gave up the TED Radio hours, so I feel like he has a lot more things, a lot more time on his hands.
2: Yeah. So,
0: Chris, what's Maybe your, we should your drop episodes five days a week?
2: Yeah. So, Chris, what's yeah. your go-to? <laughs> <laughs> what's your go-to PD for the summer? I know you. So, you said you're you're going to be reading and listening to a lot of podcasts and doing the webinar thing. So, what 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 are you most looking forward to? Is it the reading? I'm
0: looking forward to listening to podcasts. Shut up. <laughs>
1: I have to say, I laughed when you said you were reading the summer too. I was like, "What are you going to read?" Only because
2: it's document. He says, "I don't read. You, you listen. You listen. You are a listener. You are, you are an auditory and visual learner, and you do oh, not." Like I
0: thought you were referring to something else, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't read books, <clears throat> but I, uh, I'll read blog posts. I'll go to websites. You know, I'll read about technology. You know, if I. It, it, Again, when I'm assembling stuff for House of Ed Tech, I go and learn stuff. I read tutorials. I watch stuff. I listen to stuff. You know, I got to read the directions on some stuff. Um, like earlier in the, in the spring, I was messing around with Blender, which is an app where you can do like 3D design, but I've never done that before. So what are you laughing at? I thought you meant the Blender. I was like, what's wrong with the dad? So I, I? I was like, you, you don't know how the to use button, the Blender?
1: The circles. I put the thing on.
0: Blender is a powerful, know. free program where you can do 3D design, you can do animation, you can do graphic design, uh, vector design. So it's a very powerful, free, open-source piece of software. Uh, so I was learning to do some stuff on a 3D printer. Um, so I actually designed a – a, it looks like – I mean, it's, a, it's as big as an Olympic medal, but I'm calling it a House of EdTech coin that I can 3D print that's got the House of EdTech logo on it. And then I use the Chrome spray paint, so I'm going to make some House of EdTech coins – and maybe give them away, awesome supporter-type stuff, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I'll take so one, I had to learn how to do some 3D design. So that's an example where I had to read
2: stuff, get off my back. I'm just busting chopping. It's That's what I do on this show. If I can't bring any, any value, I just make fun of people. Speaking of value, what's coming up on Reflect Ed there, Chief? Well, the next episode will drop, uh, Was it, July 6th. A lot of things are happening on July 6th. What is happening on July 6th?
0: Well, your episode drops, yes. Stacey's starting uh, 4 it's o'clock like, faculty book
2: club. It's like the official start of like summer vacation for some people, I guess, right? I don't know who's waiting until July 6th to start summer you know, After the 4th of July, and, I don't know. Kind of like everything, kind of like it starts. and like, go, okay. You take a breath.
1: I don't know. July 3rd is a big day on like all streaming.
2: July 3rd is... That's going to be sick.
1: Hamilton I can't Babysitter's wait. Club. I can't wait.
2: What about the Babysitter's Club? Yeah, why not?
1: Baby Shark Club is coming out on Netflix, mm-hmm. so tell your wives because I know they're about my age and they've probably read that book. Books, those books. books.
0: Well, I am looking forward to Hamilton. I agree. I'm sure an old very... friend of the podcast and our life, Danny Kenneth, is like losing her mind about Hamilton and being able to see the original Broadway cast. Shout out to Danny.
2: Danny, yeah, I'm very excited for that one. To be honest with you, that's something that uh, I've always I've wanted to see. I never actually had an opportunity. i actually never listened to the soundtrack either. I'm not a big soundtrack person. None of it. Oh, no, never.
1: I don't think it's called a soundtrack though. It is. Sure, it no, is. No, I think it's called the original sorry. cast recording.
0: No. The original. I would say the original Broadway cast recording.
2: <laughs> soundtrack.
1: <laughs> no, soundtrack. a soundtrack is for a movie.
2: Okay, sorry. I saying. I never listened to it. Heard pieces of songs, but I'm just more excited. I want to see it all together.
1: I'm excited Smack too. Smack me in the face. <laughs> what is that? Oh, we have new sound
2: effects, Stacy. Oh, Apparently. yes. there's a lot of them. No, Smack I. Me in the
1: I, face. I I saw Lin Manuel. Um, Wonderful. On one of the weird shows that I watch, and um, they talked about how they actually filmed the whole thing, and like mm-hmm. they did it over three days, and uh, with two different live audiences, and then like one of them was just rehearsals of like the like. It's like when they film a
0: Netflix comedy special, they edit together the best of all the footage.
2: That's hot. I think so. <laughs> That's my gift for you tonight.
1: <laughs> Is that Dan?
2: No, it's Al. No,
1: that's oh, Al. that's
2: little Al. A little. (laughs) Where's Al? Who knows?
0: Jordan, are you out there? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, Also happening on July 6th. Uh, I think, unless you guys tell me, no, I think we were going to give another go with our podcast PD over the summer and our podcast PD Voxer group, just where we can have conversation about podcasts. We're listening to, we'll throw out recommendations. Um, If you're not a part of the podcast, pd voxer group and you still use voxer and want to join in go to podcastpdcom slash voxer and if you do that on your phone and you've got the voxer app installed that should take you to our group if it doesn't that means i screwed something up sorry Uh, just reach out to one of the three of us and we can add you to that group and over the last couple of summers we on a weekly basis will recommend an episode to listen to and we facilitate some conversation around that episode or a theme so we're looking forward to bringing you that starting on Monday, July
2: sixth. So that'll be fun. It always is. It
1: sounds fun.
2: Always is good. And you can also probably catch us on uh, Instagram. And you know, we talked about doing a couple of Instagram lives where we uh, can have those conversations with people, whether it's us talking or if somebody wants to jump in with us for the conversation, we could do that. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see you there as well.
1: I little to we learn got a fan more about out there
0: Instagram. loving the summer Voxer PD. I'm sorry, Stacy. What'd you say?
1: So I still have to learn more about Instagram. Like You're I literally doing good. only You're
0: used... posting stories.
1: No, I reposted someone's story. Like I repost our stories.
0: That's good. You post yeah, your own I need, pictures. I, I don't think I've ever on. posted
1: my own story, and I only ever post pictures of my runs or paddling. Which today I, found that I paddle illegally all over the state of New Jersey, which is great.
0: <laughs> were Were you paddling today? And I believe this morning you said you were going to be out on the water.
1: I was. I went. We went. Um. Doug took the day off from the boat and we went out. Um, the boys went kayaking and I went paddling. We were out for like almost two hours. That's cool. Yeah, we went to Aspenpink. I
2: don't know what that is. I don't know it what that is. It is a
1: very large um, lake. There are three of them in the same park, but only one of them is called Pink. That's where we were. But apparently I'm not supposed to paddle in there. You can edit this all out so that we don't acknowledge the fact that I know this for sure. But I don't know this now. You're,
2: you're, you're live. You're live on YouTube Thursday, so
1: it's fine. But Enjoy when we TV got home is when I found out, oh, and then I found out some of the other places that I paddle. I'm also not supposed to paddle. But here's the thing: I don't understand. I don't understand how my well, paddleboard is as any- you're not
0: going into the drinking water reservoir.
1: Right. Well, but I don't even understand that. Like anywhere where someone can put their kayak, I don't understand why I can't put my paddleboard there. Unless I can, if I bring a fishing pole and I'm fishing. What is the difference? It's the same watercraft.
0: Huh. Right. Deep, i, know so, I with like, you know Lundis. what? Then
1: maybe I get a fishing license. I get a stick and pretend that I'm fishing using a stick. I don't know. Like, I don't know.
2: Don't know.
0: anybody else imagining Stacy walking on her paddleboard with a stick, fishing? No. Some some twine and a paper clip hanging off the end.
1: It'd be more believable if I was doing yoga on my board. Although that would be funnier because I would fall in for sure.
2: And and you don't know how to swim.
1: But, and I, I don't swim. I know how to. S-
2: yeah, she didn't say she didn't know how to swim. She said she just doesn't like to swim.
1: I don't like swimming. I have a vest. Well, I have a, I have a flotation device. It's not even a vest. It's a belt. You have the swimmies? No, it's a belt. It's so that it's 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 lower profile, so that you don't have the vest up here when you're actually moving your arms and stuff.
0: Understood. But Let understood. me know when you bring the paddleboard out my way.
1: Well, yeah, I need to figure out where I can go now.
0: You can come paddle in the Shark River.
1: Um, Doug has said that he has found some sharks on the coast of Belmar, so I'm not sure that I'm going to be doing that.
0: There's no sharks in the Shark River. It's just a name.
1: I get it. But if they're on the coast of Belmar in the Atlantic Ocean, and the Atlantic Ocean is dolphins using the coast Shark of Belmar. River, just saying.
0: Don't worry. The sharks over there are going to eat up all the people on the beach in Belmar.
1: <laughs> now, Shark River sounds good. Um, L Street Beach is always nice. <laughs>
0: And by the way, for those listening, that's not so she can come paddleboard with me. She can go paddleboard with my wife.
1: Kate. <laughs> yeah. I do not paddleboard. I was say like, Kate needs to tell me where she goes because <laughs> I know she paddles. She helped me a lot when I was um, getting my board and stuff three years ago.
0: And you posted that board on Instagram a few days ago, and it's a very nice board.
1: Thanks. I love that thing. That was my Mother's Day slash anniversary gift three years ago since it's the same weekend.
0: That's right. Anyway. So do we have any uh, podcast recommendations that we want to go through? You guys listening to anything? What are you learning?
1: I've added two, but um, oh haven't listened. Oh. Well, I've <laughs> added on. more than two. Like, AJ's doesn't count. Old. No, no, I added AJ's Thanks. a while ago. Um, <laughs> no, I added two other ones that I don't know if they've been brought up. But I'll mention one tonight, and then one maybe we can like recommend for for the listening group. But um, I started listening to Code Switch on NPR. There was an episode oh. that dropped in the um. Did you guys talk about this already? No,
2: I just I'm aware of code switch. So yes, I we were, I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago.
1: Yeah, so Th- there was listening- an episode
0: that got dropped into all of the feeds that right. that we happen to hear. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, and that's the one that I listened to, and so I added that as part of my regular listening. I just haven't yet, yeah. but um, there's a couple of episodes that I went back and um, downloaded as well that I'm going to start listening to anyway. That's my suggestion. You guys,
0: nice. While uh, AJ gets ready to share his, I'm not going to share mine, but I do want to remind everybody that if uh, you are getting value from Podcast PD, uh, you can support the show by becoming an executive producer where uh, you can support the show financially. We are powered by glow.fm. If you go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer, you can support the podcast. And those who support the show, we actually have here on the visual side, we have some brand new stickers, Podcast PD Executive Producer stickers. Everybody who supports the show at any level gets the sticker. And if you commit to supporting this show up front for 12 months, we will also send you a Podcast PD mug and a T-shirt. Now, Stacey, you are rocking the new Podcast PD T-shirt. If you could yeah, just just hike up the the front of the shirt there for the YouTube audience. There you go. So uh, Stacey rocks it in purple because purple is her favorite color. AJ rocks it in black because, well, he's a dark son of a... And uh, I got it in light blue because I like blue. (laughs) So, yeah, we have lots of options. If you're interested in supporting the show and you get value from this thing we call professional development in podcast form, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer, and we'd love to have your support. AJ, what have you been learning?
2: So there's been a lot of podcasts I've been trying to listen to. So I've been listening to, like, little bits and pieces of a whole bunch of different podcasts because... I haven't really time to legitimately listen to a full episode. Uh, but one I did kind of get caught up on, the Daily Stoic. So the idea, you know, the Daily uh, Stoic is from Ryan Holiday, who's the author of Ego is the Enemy. And what's the other one? Oh, I can't remember his other book that he wrote. He's wr- he's written a lot of a lot of books, but Ego is the Enemy is a Big Obstacle is the Way. That's another one. So the idea of stoicism and, and like bringing your calm to your life and trying to Think like the Stoics did from early, early history. Um, I've kind of been enjoying his podcast during the week. His podcast is quick snippets of like how you can live your life. So, not like so much meditation, but just kind of finding ways that you can you can relax and, and calm your mind and and practice the the ideas of Stoicism. So, um, one episode that I really loved and. I shared with you, Chris, because you are a big fan and it all comes back to this, right? The art of manliness, which if you've never listened to the art of manliness, it is not just about manliness. It's just part of the title. And he actually goes on and talks about the name of the podcast, the art of manliness in this episode uh, with Ryan Holiday. And, um, you know, it, the, the episode really just kind of pinpoints a lot of thoughts and a lot of beliefs of how you can become a better person. Um, I really kind of caught on to this episode because it talks a lot about parenthood And being a dad and the things he does with his kids, Um, so it was a good episode between Ryan Holiday and and our guy Brett. So I I, I'm finding a lot of value in the Daily Stoic podcast. Kind of makes me want to look at Ryan Holiday's books a little more. So I think I might be might be a Stoic before you before you know it.
1: AJ, do you have um the calm like do you have a subscription to calm the calm app? Nope. No, because he um he just showed up in my. In my email and, and on the app, um, he has like a whole masterclass that he has on oh, right. Stoicism.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Stoicism
1: for the modern life. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened, but that's on my to-do list as well, because I've been getting back into my mindfulness and my daily meditations.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So I, 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 uh, I'm I really kind of loving his ideas. So I, I've i looked into the masterclasses. One actually is about like parenthood, especially like to the dads, because he actually shares a podcast with Brett uh, called The Daily Dad. So- dads out there, if you're looking for like, I I don't know, the affirmation, I guess, that you're doing an okay job as a dad, because sometimes, you know, you think I'm not doing my job as a dad, this might be a good place to start quick, quick podcast during the week. So enjoy it. I gave you like three recommendations there. Boom. Boom. Very sneaky. (laughs) Uh,
0: Before I share mine, uh, we do have our, again, episodes that we're going to be coming at you with through the summer so again some things that we're going to be talking about and if you want to get us your thoughts on these in advance you can go to podcastpdcom slash feedback you can send us a voice message you can send us an email fill out a form however you want to get in touch with us you can but some upcoming topics uh when we come back to you on july 12th we're going to be talking about questions that schools should consider for the upcoming 2020 2021 school year and uh I know in advance I'm going to have a lot to say because I got a lot of questions that I don't think I have answers to. And so that'll be fun to talk about. Uh, On July 26th, we're going to be talking about changing and adapting to the quote unquote new normal in education. And then in August, we're going to, as we typically do, we're going to look ahead to the upcoming school year from our perspective. Um, We tend to make predictions and kind of see what might happen. Do you guys remember back last year when we predicted like, pandemic and distance learning that was we the first so thing on the list we were so on point last um, year when we, we, we did it we knew we nailed it <laughs> and <laughs> then uh we'll have our back to school special on august 23rd as we then really ramp up and get excited for whatever this coming school year is going to look like so come out on those sundays july 12th 26th august 9th and august 23rd 8 30 p.m eastern podcastpd.com slash live if you can't make it, send us your thoughts. We'll be happy to share them here uh, in the live broadcast and in the podcast side of things. And again, we're about community and making you a part of what we do. As much as we are a three-headed monster, we're a very friendly three-headed monster. And, you know, we believe in community. So that's my advertisement for the summer. And for my recommendation, uh, I went down the history rabbit hole. And I've talked about Throughline from NPR in the past. And their June 18th episode is titled Why 2020 Isn't Quite 1968. So here's the description for that episode. Uh, Protests, racial divisions, political polarization, and a law and order president. It's easy to draw comparisons between 2020 and 1968. But Adam Serwer, who covers politics at The Atlantic, says that a much better point of comparison actually starts a century earlier in 1868. Uh, on this episode of ThruLine, we share an episode that we loved from a podcast called It's Been a Minute with Sam Sanders that explores a moment when white Republicans fought for years for the rights of black Americans before abandoning them to pursue white voters. So certainly I, I love ThruLine as a history teacher uh, because... I love the concept of the through line of being able to trace something back to different points in history to see as they say on the show how we got to where we are today with any number of topics. So again, that fantastic podcast and this is an episode from another show, but it was really good and certainly makes you think as any good podcast will make you do. Like when you listen to this one, you think why am I listening to this? No. <laughs>
1: Hopefully it makes me better thoughts.
0: Yes. <laughs> so that is, uh, that's my recommendation. It was oh, the June
1: 18th one, Chris.
0: Yes. Again, the title is why 2020 isn't quite 1968, which might need it. you to subscribe to a podcast called. It's been a minute with Sam Sanders.
2: Cool. Stacey. what's your number?
1: Um, well, since I added a few just now, I'm at 1974. How? Which is good, because this morning I was at nineteen seventy seven. And what? I deleted stuff. I know. I deleted stuff. Okay.
2: It. You deleted all right, good for you. Good. I did right. I deleted good. a lot. I, think I figured, you know
1: right. what? Like unless someone gets rid of their RSS feed with their podcast, I can always go back and listen to something. That's right. That's uh, how when how I have time. Works. Right? So there are other you things know, that I need to get rid of, but
0: um You know, we we've talked for a couple of years about maybe devoting part of an episode to us going through what you listen to <laughs> and you know, AJ and I could be like, you know,
2: like an intervention, we said?
0: spike <laughs> it or like it, you know, if we like it, you keep it. If we spike it, you delete it.
1: Uh, some of them only have like, like, so I still have like 5 a.m. Miracle on here, which I haven't listened to in over a and year. There's, but there's
2: some great episodes in it yeah, He's has some gone recently.
1: Right. And I have three episodes on there that like I definitely want to listen to. But, you know, like an hour and 11 minutes just seems like a long time to listen to him when well, he's not my favorite overcast
0: person. gal. Speed that up.
1: I know. I know. I'm just saying. Guys, I, I did that with our governor this week. I knew he was I knew he was on air. I was like, I don't want to listen to him live with Dr. Repolet and all that. And I was like, I'll wait until it's all over. I went in. He was like putting back on his mask and making his closing remarks. I was like, oh, good. This is almost over. And then I did. I watched it at like one and a half. And I could do everybody at one and a half except for Dr. Repolet, who speaks like he's from New Jersey with a very fast cadence to his voice and i was like i have to slow him down he was good at 125
2: you know i listen live so i can yell everybody on tv (laughs) no government stuff aside
0: i noticed that when i listen to podcasts on overcast i listen at one and a half with the smart speed and all that when i listen to myself and again i quality control whether it's this one or you know house of ed tech i I listen to them on overcast in the car whatever and i always feel like i'm talking really fast but when I listen to other people, and I sl- if I ever slow it down to one, it's like what are Lasses. we doing? And they sound normal to me on one and a half. Mm-hmm.
1: I weird. find I that to myself, and slow I feel like I'm even at one. Chris, say it again. I find that you're slow even at one.
0: Hmm.
1: I do. I like if you're at one, I'm like. Uh, and AJ, I was listening to you, and I was like, I can't. I, I, I try everybody at one. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt that I might be able to handle them at like their normal speaking speed. And I'm like, nope, this is too slow for me. But I've I've ha- I had a parent, might not not this year, but um, when I taught first grade after back to school night, say to me, "Do you always speak that quickly?" Because I think my child is going to have some difficulties. That's funny. I was like, this is just uh, this is Jersey. I don't understand. Like I don't know, people do not speak slowly in New Jersey. They don't do anything slowly in New Jersey. But
2: so I would, that's why I would never make it in the south oh gosh no people drive too slow and they walk too slow excuse
1: me speed. Okay. I, I have How talked about that one, before honey? you
0: leave this state and you go on like one night you go on 95 south you leave new jersey my god it's like people never they don't know where the gas pedal is and never they're in the left lane
2: but I'm, anyway. from, I'm from new york so just hey, a <laughs> hey. hey. hey.
0: speaking of a um what's coming up on uh reflect my friend
2: yeah, I have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> episode three, which, yes, will be released on July 6th, will be a reflection on my first year as a s- district leader. I don't, I don't need my my title. Whatever it is. Supervisor and a reflection. Did I meet my goals? How'd I do? How'd you do since his reflection? That's where we're going to go with episode three, July 6th. Like Thank you. That's awesome. I know a lot of people are loving your show. I love it.
1: It's good. I like that it.
2: Thank you. Okay, now you're making me blush. Ready, AJ? Watch what I'm going to do here. Ready? I'll do it. Stacy, when are you starting the Stacy Linda show? Oh. oh no! Yeah, no. I, that was that was just that's an easy no. She's hard. She doesn't even want. She didn't want to do. AJ, this if one. I, I asked you three colors. years ago when you
0: starting your own podcast, you'd have you probably laughed at me when I said it. That's not and true. Here you are.
2: That's not true because you knew at one point it was going to happen like two years ago, but I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have it.
1: Yeah. AJ has things to say. I have things that I want to hear other people say. <laughs> and I want to eat. I a chips lot to say I tonight. No. I <laughs> can't do that. That's
0: yes. a, I, I know who my next target is. Hello, Good.
1: Derek. Get Joe Juba to do it. What'd you say?
0: I said, hello, Derek.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Or Joe. Joe would be a great podcast host.
0: You know what? We, we did have fun doing that uh, little morning talk show. I don't know. We'll find a way to, uh, to make that happen. But. Uh,
1: yeah, I could do. Him, I, I could see him doing something kids kids centered, like like yeah. conversations with kids. Um
0: and- Yeah. Well, when we get back to school and I get all that equipment set up again, I will. Uh, well, I, I tried to pitch him last year to have the peer. He uh, he teaches the peer leaders in the high school, and I tried to get the peer leaders to do a student hosted show as a resource, and because they did a lot of stuff where they came in as seniors into the freshman classes to work with the freshmen and. You know, kinda not not big brother, big sister, but they did some like motivational stuff. Uh so I that was an angle I work, so I will continue to push because I'm a pusher. Ah do it. Push it. No. <laughs> All right. Um Are we done with episode seventy-eight? I think we are. All right. Well, for the first time in some time, Stacy.
1: Wait, what have you guys done?
0: Been, uh yeah, I'm and I, I would it like to firmly say I am no Stacey Lindis.
1: Nah. You're too tall. Too tall.
0: Too male. I don't have the magic. I don't have the right touch. <laughs>
1: All right. People don't yeah. like me. I have to go People back listen. People can't
0: stand me.
1: Well, on right. that note, it's time <laughs> to Chris, stay I absolutely hate you. Chris, I absolutely <laughs> hate you. Chris, I absolutely hate you. Stop. All right. Well, time to do the magic then.
0: Wait, hold on. We forgot something, Stacy. Stacey. Now, I already edited the outro music to the episode, but you're a little bit different on the Internet now. So, real quick, before we do the magic, while you're not chewing potato chips, laughing at me because I call out the fact that you're munching on Pringles or whatever, uh, Stacey, you have a new identity. Please. I do. Reveal yourself to the world.
1: I do. So, while I'm running a lot more than I have in the last few um, years, which is where the um, I- I run Tech came from, I'm not really involved with tech as much as I used to be so I just decided to change my uh, Twitter handle and so now I'm um, at Stacy Lindis on Twitter I'm going to keep Instagram the same because I am doing a lot more running there and um, I don't know I'm not ready to give it up there Um, there's still a lot more I run tech that is out there but on Twitter you can find me at Stacy Lindis and my first name for anyone who wants to spell it incorrectly is S-T-A-C-E-Y and it matters uh yeah.
0: <laughs> I felt yeah, that was so, the best Stacy running sound effect.
1: I changed it, yeah.
0: So you were. You didn't Stacey notice Linder. right away,
1: and you're still like some of the things that you tweet are still um, tagging at Irontech, but that's fine because mm-hmm. I still have that. I still that mm-hmm. is still my account as well. Um, right.
0: So maybe next time, maybe you can provide a little PD on how one changes their Twitter handle. So stay tuned for that coming up yeah. in a couple of weeks because. Lord knows I've seen people screw it up and you apparently did it effectively. So, yeah,
1: we'll talk about, it, talk about that for sure. All
0: By right. the way, those the things where you're saying I mistweeted you is because those are auto tweets. So, I just have to go back and fix those episode yeah. titles and uh, I have to get on the guy who does all my work. So,
1: Ugh, that guy,
0: <laughs> oh, that guy. So, Daisy, anyway, uh, back anyway, to the magic.
1: Back to the magic. It is time to say goodbye. Say goodbye, Christopher. Goodbye, Christopher. Say goodbye, AJ.
2: Goodbye, AJ. (laughs)
1: Goodbye, Podcast PD.
0: Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at Podcast PD on Instagram and Twitter. And we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. to connect with Stacy AJ and myself. We are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie at Stacey Lindis and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you. So please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast. You enjoy and we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.